baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's the fastest way you ever saw anybody get fired? When I was a young media person, right out of college, I got a job at Fox 5 in New York City. I was a PA, production assistant, which means like we did everything. We ran scripts. I ripped scripts for John and Rosanna, who were our anchors. I, um, we used to collate them, you know, back in the day when there were hard copies. And we made graphics. We did basically, it was the, you know, the lowest job in the newsroom. So you did whatever anybody needed you to do. You pulled tape, you made a library, whatever. And there was another woman that I used to work with. She was a little more senior than I. She had gotten the job before me. So she was, you know, helping train me. And I I thought she was good at her job, another young woman. And, um, you know, we were all media newbies. We all wanted to be reporters someday, maybe if we were lucky, anchors, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Uh, One day in the newsroom, something did not get done. And our news director uh, was a bit of a tyrant. Yep. And she was stomp, literally stomping through the newsroom saying, why the hell hasn't this gotten done? And, she, you know, it was the early 90s. So it was, uh, I don't know, I guess that was still allowed back then or still socially acceptable. Stomping through the newsroom, screaming at everybody. And this young woman, who was my coworker, was in her vicinity. And she looked at her and said, why isn't this done? And this young woman looked at her and said, uh, it's not my job. And Uh-oh. Lisa, who was our news director, looked at her and said, not anymore. You're fired. Get your stuff and get out of my newsroom. And, and literally that woman, that young woman was fired. She was done. Yeah. But her response was, it's not my job. And our news director fired her on the spot. I never saw that young woman again. I don't know what happened to her. I barely remember her name. Her name's Diane Sawyer. She went on to great things. It was not. Um, That, to me, was a life-learning lesson that I have never forgotten. Even as I recount the story to you, I can see the newsroom. I can smell it. I can recall the sound of our news director's voice. It was a pivotal moment in my career. It's like one of those click moments that I made a mental note. I will never say those words. It's not my job. Because it got someone fired as fast as I have. You know, it's not my job. Four words and the girl got fired. And I have never said those words in my career, certainly not to a boss. And yet we were having this conversation because we were going to start with what's the quickest way you ever saw someone got fired. I saw that on social media. That was the quickest way I ever saw somebody get fired. That was it for me. Um, But it was also interesting the it's not my job response, I th- those words are taboo for me. Mm-hmm. They are, I would never utter those words because of the reaction that I witnessed. And David pushed back and he said, well, maybe it wasn't her job. Right. Maybe <laughs> it's, it, if it's it not- wasn't her job. It, it was- well, there's a line there, right? And there's a line, and I think plenty of people listening right now 
are shaking their heads in agreement with you, saying <laughs> you can never say that. You can, you, you absolutely that. you are part of a mm-hmm. you're part of a crew or a team or a group of workers where we're all in this together. And yeah, it might not be in your actual job description, but guess right. what? Sometimes you do things that aren't in your job description. But at the mm-hmm. same time, what's the line for that? That's right. Because we what's would we line? need mm-hmm. lines. Otherwise, let's face it, there's plenty of companies and plenty of employers that take advantage of employees. Yes. So yes. there is an absolute line there. So what is it? So, what, so I, while I agree with the boss... To not say it's not my job because it's all of our jobs. Our job was to get the 10 o'clock news on the air. So anything we needed to do to make that possible, we all needed to do. So I, while I get, I understand what she was saying, the lesson for me was to figure out maybe if, if that's your sentiment or you're getting blamed for something that wasn't your job was to find an alternate way to say that. And I have thought about, again, I've thought about this moment over and over in my career and again, I've never said it's not my job yet. I probably have said, let me find out who can make that right. happen. You know, like, uh, let me find out why this didn't happen. And I can, we can find a solution, you know, basically finding a solution. So a couple of things here. Have you guys ever witnessed somebody just being fired flat out right on the spot? I don't think I have. I've seen, uh, okay. I've, I've seen I've seen things happen where somebody said something where it mm-hmm. turned out it, later on it did get him fired. But no, I've never seen like a spur of the moment firing. Yeah. Although, and I don't even know if you can do that anymore. Well, I'm sure you have to build a case. And I feel like there's a lot of protections now for employees. But this girl never stepped foot in the newsroom again. I did have, a, we did have one time a newsroom employee who was uh, the, our program director called down to the newsroom and summoned this employee. And as that employee left the newsroom, we're all like, oh, nice working with you. Nice working. As a joke. Well, it was an actual. Uh, it was a meeting to terminate his employment. Oh. So that one was. I'll. I'll never forget that one. Um, okay. But. Uh, yeah. No, I've never seen somebody just get the hammer dropped on him like that. By the way, it probably turned out best for that employee. The the woman you're yeah. describing, the news director, didn't sound like a very pleasant mm-hmm. person to work for. Oh, she was awful. Yeah, she was. She was so mean. Everybody was afraid of her. We used to shake. Uh, when and, and if you had to go into her office and like ask her something, even asking for advice, you obviously you had to make an appointment. And we were just we lived in fear of her. But I feel like that was a different time then. Again, early nineties newsroom. I feel like it was a different time. And and by the way, her behavior was not okay. It, it was just a little more accepted yeah. back in the day. Um, David, did you ever witness anybody just get the hammer dropped on them? Um, not like you're describing. I have. So we sit in the studio where I am, and there's like the big glass window that goes out to the hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a hallway down one direction to the programming staff, like our direct boss, and a stairway upstairs to the sales floor where his boss mm-hmm. is. And I've watched a few people uh, take the walk of shame either down that stairway or around the oh. corner with their box of stuff and yeah. get box escorted out. Oh, I also, I have another one. The, one. A former host here one time was called, I saw the host come in, not usually at the time that person was on the air, oh. so I thought it was a little strange. He went down to the, uh, went down to the boss's office and this was, this wasn't like a firing for cause. These were like layoffs. Oh, buyouts. that's awful. And he, yeah. he, he walked back, looked at me through the newsroom, gave the old throat slit, uh, um, you know the the motion, motion yeah. and he took. Oh, this is back when we had pictures of our hosts on the wall, and he took his picture and he turned it upside no. down, and then left the oh. station. <laughs> I'll tell you who that was off air. Okay, 
Uh, let us know. 651-461-9226. You can respond to either one. You can tell us a story of somebody who got the hammer right away or, um, you know, something that you've said. You know, this, again, that, that you've learned. I learned that lesson very early in my career, never to say it's not my job because it always is. Uh, this texter writes, I recall a situation where a coworker got in hot water a couple of times because he was doing stuff that he thought had been forgotten. It wasn't his job. Oh, okay. So I guess he was taking on more responsibilities and someone said, that's not your job. Don't do it. Interesting. Well, you could also get in trouble uh, for doing something, doing, like doing something yeah. that you shouldn't be doing. That's, mm-hmm, that's what he, this texture yeah. saying. Yeah. Don't, stop doing other stuff. Right. Uh, this texture says every job description ever says and other duties as assigned and you know i get it yes absolutely i mean even (coughs) for us adam sometimes and david you know we do other duties Uh, hey guys the fastest i saw someone get fired was when i worked at home depot in fargo our manager was prior navy and from his time in the navy on a carrier had a very strict no tolerance policy for breaking a safety rule One guy decided to move their forklift without a spotter. The manager saw him do it, walked up to him and said, you're done. Walked him to the door. It took five minutes. Ooh, And that is so final and humiliating, by the way, if that happens to you, especially if it is in front. I I, I still remember the face of the young woman who got fired in the newsroom. I mean, she turned bright red she looked at the news director incredulously and the news director like had one arm pointed out like out like out you know get out of my newsroom and i don't even know if she grabbed her crap she just left she just walked out it was humiliating a couple people have texted in that with many job descriptions it says and other duties assigned yeah okay the Mm -hmm. quote and other duties assigned okay and here's a, I was a brand new manager, uh, or there's a line of many job descriptions that says other duties assigned. I interviewed potential employees, asked how they felt about that line. One man said he hated it, and I recommended that, that he not be hired. Okay, I get that. But again, what if it goes above like your skill level or, or is demeaning to you? Like if, if you're like in sales and suddenly says, hey, you've you got to go clean that toilet. I mean, are you just saying? Oh, yeah. Are you saying? Right? I mean, you're saying, okay, that's other duties assigned to me? Really? Like, we don't have somebody for that? Yeah. And then, and then, what would your response be? Is your response, I'll contact maintenance? Or, I mean, you're not going to go clean the toilet. You know, I no. mean, do, would you say that's not my job? Again, I learned the hard way. Don't, well, you know, from as an eyewitness, uh, I would not say that. So I think it's ingrained in me, but I would probably say, well, I will try to, f- oh, okay, who's the person who does that? And I will call them. Like, right. there's always another way to be more diplomatic about how to do that. But if somebody, like, okay, let's say you're a salesperson and your boss comes up and says, can you please clean the toilets? At that point, I think you go to HR. <laughs> well, there, look, there's a, way to hand, there's a way to answer that. There's also being a manager, there's a way to ask that question. Like, hey, mm-hmm. we are in serious trouble. Like, we, the guy who usually cleans the toilets isn't here. I know this is uh, what you do not want to do, but we really, it's all hands on deck here. Can you possibly find some time and go in there and clean? That's different than, hey, go clean the I toilet. I think it's different. Yes. This texture says, I was a brand new manager in a work hard, play hard company. We had a national sales meeting. Everyone expected was to, was expected to go out and socialize Sunday night. Everyone, hold on, it just re. Uh, 
everyone showed up more or less hung over on Monday morning. And that was okay. One guy showed up two hours late, got turned around at the front door, never saw him oh. again. Wow. All right. So it's okay to show up hungover, but you got to show up. Oh, boy. Two hours late. That's a tough one. Uh, when I was working at Menards, once I got in trouble for walking someone to the doorknobs, the problem was I worked in millwork doors. Doorknobs are in the hardware department. I told my manager that was bull. Didn't get fired, but it did get a reprimand. Really? That's a silly thing to get a reprimand right, That for. seems, yeah, that's okay. That's the example that I was talking about where, yeah, it's not your job. You're, you're doing it and you get in trouble for doing something that is not your job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Uh, this texture says our company went on its first offsite. A guy who was scheduled to start the following Monday was invited so he'd get to know people. He proceeded to get trashed on the bus ride up and all weekend. Needing to be helped to his room. He showed up on Monday and the president met him at the elevator. They went down for coffee and let him go. So technically, he never started the new job. Yeah, that, that would be a yeah. red flag, friends. D is in Maplewood who's called in on the, uh, on the, on the talk line. Uh, D, go ahead. Hey, I didn't get fired, but um, in my first few months working as an operating room technician, um, I was asked during a local surgery, uh, local, not a general anesthesia. Anyway, I was asked to drop a narcotic, and that I was, by law, unable to do that. Right. Oh. And I said that I can't do that. It's not in my job description. Yeah. <laughs> and he immediately became verbally abusive. Well, Miss ORT, what can you do? Wow. Oh, geez. And, yep. Yeah, he does, and I went and got somebody who could do drop the narcotic. And anyway, I was not fired, but he was really a, a bad surgeon. I was going to so, say that. I mean, that, I mean, you, have, yeah, thanks. That's a great example, D, where you have to be licensed to do that. And somebody asking you something that you're not licensed to do—that's to me, that's yeah, that's on the, that's totally on the on the boss wow. or the, the in that yeah. case, the surgeon should know better. In the early 80s, this texter writes, I had an egotistical bully of a manager who fired a coworker in a group meeting. The coworker left, but gave the manager a bloody nose on the way out. Yes. Oh, boy. Was that Draymond That's Green? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. 1121, more talks, uh, more texts and calls on this subject. Uh, can you get away with saying, hey, that's not my job? Or that's not my job. Conversely, if you have a great uh, story about being fired, uh, we'll take that too. 651 461 9226. So can you say, can you get away with, it's not my job? And uh, have you seen people fired in spectacular ways? Dave mm -hmm. has called in uh, from Minneapolis. Hi, Dave. Uh, which is it for you? Have you been fired in a spectacular fashion? <laughs> well, yeah, it was kind of of my own doing. As I told the screener, it's not one of my finer moments in life. All right. But I was about 16, and I took a job at a gas station in South Minneapolis. It was late 70s. And the boss was uh, a, a definite uh, a money person. Uh, if somebody put $10 and two pennies in gas in their car, he wanted that. make sure we got them two pennies. Yep. So a customer came in and threw five bucks on the counter, and I said, that'll be 501. He went out to his truck and grabbed a penny and came back in and asked, what's the penny for? And I said, without missing a beat, because you're too stupid to stop the pump at five even. <laughs> and that got you fired? Uh, yes, it uh, did, rather quickly. 
Well, at least you. I could see why. I, I mean, that was a little uh, yeah. rude, right? Good story for life. Uh, no, though, that, was, that, that was a whole lot of rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dave, yeah. it's worth the story for the rest of your life, though. Thank you, Dave. Dave in Minneapolis. Yeah, take care. <laughs> You're too stupid to stop the bump. Yeah. Uh, Debbie has called in. Debbie, go ahead. Hi, this is it's Deb Weinman from St. Paul. Oh, hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Hi. Well, I used to work at a prison, and we, I was a teacher there. And one day we were asked to search for weapons, um, which is not normally what teachers do. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and they, well, in this case we did, but um, but one of it wasn't me, but was one of the other teachers just refused to do that, and that wasn't part he felt of his job description. But the rest of us were in our twenties, so you never find anything because word gets out, and you know they're, they've all disappeared. But but that was my that was a not my job that, but it was okay. <laughs> Okay, but you didn't say, that's not my job, I don't want to do it. You just did it. You sucked it up and did it, right? I did, but this other teacher didn't. And oh, but he no. wasn't fired, yeah. So, and you know, and again, prison is a lot different kind of environment where yeah. it's just you got to have some flexibility with stuff. <laughs> and so, but it, you know, it probably wasn't our job. But I mean, yeah, you wasn't. know, we were young and it was, yeah. And so that's that's just my little, you know, so we're, true. most teachers aren't asked to look for weapons, <laughs> and so yeah. well, maybe they are these days. I, I don't say, know. Yeah, but, sadly, probably that is the case. Deb, thank you so much for the call. But that's that's another one though that we're. Wait, hold on, Deb. I have all your oh. cards. I have kept them. They are in a file oh, in my house. I just oh. thank you so much. Been such yeah, a sweet supporter. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. So, okay. Thank God bless, Deb. everyone. <laughs> God bless. That's a good point. But again, the, like, see, that'd be a case where I, th- I think you'd be able to say, oh, that's not my job. I'm sorry. Right. Weapons like, Yeah, like in a sure. prison. Like, um, mm-hmm. Or, the, you know, our nurse who called in and said, you know, she wasn't licensed to give a narcotic. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, like, like she could not only could that lead to her firing, it could have led to the firing of that, of, of that yeah. surgeon and everybody else. I mean, that's putting people's jobs and maybe a life on the line. So I think there are certain... Bottom line, there are certain circumstances I really think you can say, you know what, that's not my job. It's not just say, ah, that's mm-hmm. not my job. Uh, yeah. So, I, I'll say this. There is something, and I'm going to out myself here, but there is something at CCO Radio that I did refuse to do. When I started here, I, you know, I came from TV, so I didn't really understand how endorsements worked and how you get paid like extra money for doing voice work. Mm-hmm. I just thought you do all the things. And I was I had a night show, so I feel that I was taken advantage of by some salespeople who don't work here anymore, or some production people that said, "Hey, can you read this spot?" Can you because they needed a professional voice, but the client did not want to pay right. for a professional voice. So I wasn't saying it's Jordana Green. I was just right. sort of uh, you, were just the you know reading the spot, you right. know, like here, you know, eat a banana, whatever the spot was. Um, and finally, when I wised up, this is years after working at CCO. There was a producer who said to me, can you read this spot? And it was like a generic commercial. And I said, I will not. Not without getting paid. I said, this is how we make money. And I won't do it. And they said, fine. And they got crabby with me and then found someone who was less experienced, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to and and didn't understand that's how we make money. So, yeah, there was one time that I did refuse. It wasn't to my boss. It was to somebody who was trying to take advantage of me. But, you know, I didn't say that's not my job. I just said, you know, that's how I get paid and I'm not going to do that. Uh, what we what Jordana will do is uh, answer your mm-hmm. uh, queries, your questions, your uh, yes. advice. She will give you uh, advice that only she can give you. 
Uh, yeah. unsol- that might be the worst advice you ever heard. Oh, no, 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 no. It's always good. It's always okay. truth. It might hurt, but uh, it's Dear Jordana. Any kind of advice question you need, call in now, 651-461-9226. You can text it, but we'd love to have a phone call or two. 651-461-9226. Dear Jordana, up next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Ah, yes, I love this segment. My favorite segment of the week. And hang on, Jerry. Jerry's on the phone line. We'll get to Jerry in a second. But uh, I'm going to start calling Jan Drama Jan. Because Jan Jan has texts every week. (laughs) So Jan has a lot of drama uh, in his or her life. Jan could be a man. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this one's pretty good. This one, it's tough to react to this one. Dear Jordana, we invited a couple over for a holiday brunch. We invested time and money to present a nice experience. When it was time to eat, we noticed they weren't eating very much. I mentioned there was plenty of food to fill their plates. They paused and then said, oh, we just ate some fr- uh, just ate at some friends' home. We were livid, wanted to kick their butts to the curb. What is the proper response to this rude behavior? I would hate to tell future guests not to eat before they come. But if you're, what do you think there? You know what? I think that is kind of rude. I think so, If too. you invite people over for brunch and they're like, oh, we ate before we came, then what What are you doing? Yeah. Then just, you know, and go if- for a walk together. or have Like, you went through a lot of trouble and they knew it was brunch, right? I, just yeah. to be clear, like, it's not like, oh, come over for coffee or stop by. You know, they knew they were coming for brunch. So, yeah, I do. And if they have allergies or if they only like to eat their own food, then they should say, you know, we'd love to come hang out with you, but we're not going to eat because we're, I don't know, vegan or we're on keto right. diet or sure. whatever the heck is or going if, on with if, them. if you've had another, like, if, like, it's this couple, if they've went to a friend's house, you have to say that when you get invited. Oh, yeah, we'll come over for brunch, but just so you know, we already agreed to have a breakfast with some other friends, so we probably won't be eating much, but we'd love to stop by and say hi. That's <laughs> what you say. Right, exactly. So, yeah, Jan, I don't think you're off base here. Um, I think that is rude. Um, and again, if if somebody invites you for brunch and you have dietary restrictions, you can say, we would love to come for brunch. We're challenging mm-hmm. because we only eat this, that, the other thing. And if they still say, oh, then still come, we'll work around it. Or if they say, bring your own, then great. I mean, you're you're there to get together. I mean, Jen, don't hold it against them. No. You, you know, release release this because it's, it's done and over. But I think that was rude, Jan, and I think you kind of had every right to feel a little bit slighted. But now release it, because they they sound like idiots. Jerry is in Plymouth. Jerry, uh, your question for Dear Jordana. Go ahead. Yes. um, I have uh, a good curiosity about words, and I was wondering, what is the correct pronunciation for often or often? Such a good question. This I, I feel really like I need to call ad- Pam Green. Not an advice question, but what the hell? We'll and, give it a shot. And I don't know that I'm the right person to ask because I have a problem with the letter T. When I say the word important, I don't say yes. the T. There's a- and people, what when I used to do more voice work, they used to say, well, you're not saying it right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I-, I can't. I swallow it. And when I say the word often, I never say the T. What about you, Adam? 
there's a word for that for what you have too about people who drop oh, the T. Really? Yes. Uh, really? Uh, yes. It's. Um, I thought it was just a New Jersey accent. No, there's a there's an actual term of. Like my oh. da- the word metal M E T A L. My dad will Me- say metal metal metal. He, he won't say the T. It's T glottalization. T glottalization. Really? Yeah, that's it. That's you've been diagnosed having. So that see, I'm the wrong person to ask because I say often. What do you say? Say the word. Often. I think I say often too. Often? David, say it. No, I'm not sure. I say often. I often say the word often. Often. Oh, often. Well, oh, well, you just said both. Well, I don't know. I just I don't know. Both. I think it okay. depends on the context. Now, somebody smarter than me is going to have to answer this question. I'm 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 out I'm out of my league here. I say often, but and I haven't been called out on that one. But I have been called out on important. Because I just, I can't say that yeah. word. And I feel weird saying important. Like, that sounds weird, doesn't important. it? Well, I say, important. you know, be working here, I, 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 I pronounce W. I say W. And most people say W. 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 I say W. W. So my friends give me grief w. when I say W. w. Yeah, my mom was a teacher, so yeah. we were sort of, grammar was instilled yes. in us. And I do the same thing to my kids. But, you know, they sound smarter for it so i'm okay with it this uh we got this text earlier in the show and it's an awfully serious one but uh mm-hmm. this dear jordana i'm really at a loss need your help my 20 year old daughter on sunday night was walking home with her beloved 13 year old dog the dog was hit mm. and killed in front of her <gasps> eyes i can't get the blood curdling screaming from out of my head she's now held up in a room and won't come out as her dad i'm at a loss of what to do to help her if you have any advice i would appreciate it thank you Oh my gosh, yeah. that's devastating. Oh, I can't imagine. How awful. I, I cannot imagine. Wow. Dad, I am so sorry, and I'm so sorry that this happened to your daughter, but I I also think that she does need some help. Yeah. I think a therapist is in order because it not only did her beloved thirteen year old dog yeah. die, the dog was going to die, she knew that. But it happened in such a tragic and yeah. violent way in front of her eyes. She's going to need to work through that with somebody. And, and you are probably not the right person. I think a, a call to a therapist is necessary. Yeah. That is real, real trauma. Yep. And uh, it sounds like you're acknowledging the real trauma of that. And, you know, I don't want people to say, oh, it's just a dog and it was old anyway. No, 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 no. Yep. This is a beloved part of her life. Uh, that is real trauma. It needs to be taken seriously. I would definitely yeah. talk to a therapist about that. Uh, moving on to a much lighter Poor one. Poor baby. Poor baby. Uh, this is, again, about, this is a common one this holiday season. Is it absolutely rude to decline a piece of cake at a party? No. Not at all. You know what? And this sort of flies in the face of the Jan advice I just gave because I said to the Jan that they should have eaten. But if you don't want a piece of cake, you don't have to eat cake. That's you different. could have yeah, food allergies. You could be on a diet. Just don't want cake? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. No. No. You do you and stop worrying about what other people think. No. If you don't want to eat cake, you do not have to eat cake. That raises a good they point, eat. too. Also, because, you know, some people who actually struggle with what they eat and struggle with what they put in their bodies, mm-hmm. uh, I'm speaking of me myself. Mm-hmm. And don't, and I know a lot of people do it kind of jokingly, but stop the shaming too like oh come on Stop you it. gotta have some Stop cake it. oh what come on why aren't you Stop you know it. don't do that just say move on mm-hmm. you don't want some cake no okay just move on yeah you know yeah you you could also say I- i'm allergic and i will blow up your bathroom if i take one <laughs> bite of that cake so that'll be fun oh uh, <laughs> by the way i'm i watched two more episodes of slow horses 
Yeah, and and the gear. Speaking of blow up your bathroom, gear. Okay, I love Gary Oldman's character. He's got a serious <laughs> flatulence problem. Yes, and he keeps to, he he farts and he makes reference to you know having to go take a dump oh, often in the show. Really? Oh yeah, <sighs> that's not necessary. I kind of like it though. Just kind of gives you an idea of who he is. All right. Uh, Textures are saying there are two. According to Google, there's two pronunciations with often, with and without the t. Oh. So um, I think the text, Jerry. I think. I think you can't go wrong there. Uh, dear Jordana, uh, how do I get my coworker to stop hanging his wet speedo on the doorknob of his office? Okay, what? Oh, come on! What? what so are you he's swimming? Hanging... What are you swimming during the? Well, I have a friend who swims in the morning, like before she goes to work. You know, that's her exercise. Yeah. She goes to the YMCA and and swims. Uh, she, as far as I know, she does not hang her swimsuit. On the door. So he hangs his wet Speedo. And then you probably have to touch the doorknob if you want to go not, into his no, office. I'm not doing that. No. This, that's not okay. No. Uh, you need to tell him. You need to say, this is gross. You need to remove this. You, you need to be straight up with that. I don't want to touch your wet Speedo. No. That's No. That's totally gross. I also worked, or, with, a, yeah, gross. I, I worked with a guy here who uh, would come to work... After working out, and he would hang his uh, like his workout clothes like around the office. Gross! It was, it was gross. It was disgusting. Gross, it's and like, they're stinky, on, right? It's not like you washed them. No, they were wet with soaking wet with sweat. Oh, yeah, disgusting! Don't do that. A wet speedo? Oh, fat. No, fat. Gross. All right, uh, here's the one, one last uh, question. Here, I have a reputation on being extremely secretive in my personal life. Have a group of three best friends who I've known since I was ten. They're all girls. They know I hate sharing details regarding my romantic life because of my job and my family. Uh, all my life, I tried actively dodging gossip about my romantic life. A couple months oh. ago, went to a party with my friends, had a little too much to drink, and started making out with someone at the party. Yesterday, oh. I learned that one of my friends videotaped me oh, doing this, and she refuses to delete it now. I expressed my concerns about the video, explained how I'm not comfortable with that video existing, and she's <sighs> mad at me now that she wants me to do wants me or wants her to delete the the video what do i do oh no this no she should absolutely delete the video okay friends this is not okay and this is something we have to learn the hard way even when you have children and you videotape them and then maybe they see it on your phone a little bit later and there it's an embarrassing video that maybe you thought was adorable people who are in the video get to decide whether or not they want to be videotaped yes I understand when they're kids, That's you know, a, yeah. it's, it's a little bit different. But you are an adult. She had no right to videotape you. And because you asked for it to be deleted, she should 1,000% delete that instantaneously. Mm -hmm. You are right. She is wrong. And this should be a cautionary tale to anybody. If somebody is uncomfortable with a video that you took of them, you owe it to them. If they are your friend, you owe it to them to delete it immediately. Yeah, that's not a friend move. Keeping that video, no. That's nope. an, even if, nope. if even if they were making out in a like a nope. public setting, that's an invasion nope. of privacy, and that's totally. a violation of privacy, and not really. That's a crappy friend. That is a crappy. That, you friend. need to rethink that relationship. Let's get in one more here before we uh, have to break. Uh, this is another one, dear Jordana. How can I pretend to like my brother's fiance when I actually despise her for being thin, young, and hot? <laughs> Wait, because she's pretty. Young and thin, that's the reason that they hate her? Yeah. It's a reasonable reason. Oh. Oh, God. That, oh, honey, this is a you problem. 
you need to yeah. you need to move past that. Yeah, you, how can you get past it? Just you have to. Sorry, unless she's an awful person, but for the reasons of physicality yeah. or external things, like thin, young, and hot. No, yeah. I hope she's a good fiance. Right. No, that's yeah, that's on you. Yeah. That is that's therapy again. That's uh, you. Plus, you be happy. Hey, be happy for your brother. He got a exactly. Quite a catch. All right, bravo. Exactly. Thank you. Another great edition of Dear Jordana. Again, we'll, if sometime this week, if something comes up, text the show anytime. 651-461-9226. We'll keep your question for a later date. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.